Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is. Hiroshima and the Underwater Kingdom. This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Japan. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller, Chip Cahoon. This is part one, the start of the fun. So, with a wink and a grin, let us begin. A storyteller will tell you something like, "So and so was a kind person," and you are supposed to just believe it. But when I tell you Hiroshima was a kind person, I can actually prove it right at the start of my story. Just watch. A long, long time ago, back when all houses were made of wood, a fisherman called Hiroshima lived on the island of Japan. He began every day by taking his boat across the beach to the sea. But at the start of this story, Yoshima spotted some children on the beach who had caught a turtle. They were playing with it, laying the turtle on its shell and spinning it around like a super-fast merry-go-round. The children were laughing, but Yoshima didn't think the turtle would be happy. He thought about what it would be like if a group of giants turned him upside down and spun him around super fast. The idea made him feel woozy. So Yoshima went over to the children and said, "Excuse me, Kodomadachi, but I don't think that is very nice for the turtle. Why don't you leave it alone and go play a different game?" But the children said, "We can't play any other games." We lost our ball, and we don't have the money for a new one. Then I will give you the money here. Yoshima said, and he took some coins from his pocket and gave them to the nearest child. The children were very happy and ran off to buy a new ball. Yoshima then picked up the turtle and carried it into the sea. He was sure the turtle was very happy too. So you see, Yoshima really was kind, kind enough to save the turtle, and kind enough to help the children too. But that was only the start of the story. Remember, every story needs something bad to happen, even to someone as kind as Yoshima. Still, it's important for you to know that Yoshima was kind. He was so kind that he liked to share his money with his family and friends back in his village. He would row his boat out to sea, catch some fish in his net, bring the fish back to shore, and carry them to his wagon. Then he pulled his wagon to the market town, sold the fish for people to eat, and used the money to buy vegetables for his mum and dad, toys for the children who lived in his street, and medicines for his elderly next-door neighbour. Most days were the same. 
He rowed out to sea, caught some fish, ferried them back to the shore, transferred them to his wagon, and transported them to the market town. Then he sold the fish and used his earnings to buy vegetables for his parents, toys for the infants who live near his home, and medicines for his elderly next-door neighbour. But the day at the start of this story was not the same. Hiroshima rowed his boat out to sea and got ready to throw out his fishing net. But then the wind suddenly blew extra strong, making the waves climb extra high. Hiroshima's boat began to rock roughly from side to side, and he tried to hold on tight. He didn't want to be thrown into the water and drown. Still, the waves grew higher and higher. The boat rocked harder and faster. Huge lashings of water came crashing down into the boat around Hiroshima, drenching his clothes until, all at once, his boat snapped. The break was so sudden that Hiroshima let go of the wood in surprise and found himself buffeted away into the sea. He tried to swim to the top, but every time he got close, another wave crashed down on top of his head. He needed to breathe, but water kept getting in the way of his mouth and nose. He kicked his legs as hard as he could, thinking only that he needed to swim up, up, up. And then, at last, he was standing on a little island that lay calm and flat in the middle of the storm. Hiroshima sighed with relief, but then frowned in confusion. The wind hadn't stopped. Enormous waves were still rolling around him. So where had this island come from? Feeling curious, Hiroshima looked down. That was part one of Hiroshima and the Underwater Kingdom. To find out what Hiroshima sees under his feet, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? All I'd like you to do is talk to a friend about this podcast so you can share Hiroshima's story with them. And if that friend has never heard of our podcast before... Even better, tell them to search for Fables and Fairy Tales in any podcast player. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.